Yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. You cannot believe how incredibly nervous I am right now. I don't know why. I mean, I'm coming back to people I know <laughs> and uh, we've, we've been chatting with, but for some reason, th- this, is, uh, this morning is more nervous for me than, than any other first that I've had. It's just, I mean, it's just so exciting to be back. And I, well, <laughs> well I'm, I think, <laughs> well, uh, and I'm going to try to follow along here. I have to apologize in a sense and just bear with me because we, I was working my other job right up to Friday morning. We packed the cars, drove up here, um, unloaded Friday afternoon. Lisa was nice enough to take a little time to tell me a little bit about what's going on. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at this and kind of like, okay, we're going we're gonna to wing it. We're going to go through this. And I'm sure the Lord will just be happy as long as our worship is authentic and, and to his glory. So uh, let me start off with, the, with some of the announcements. You see in, in the paper that's out there, or if you don't see it, and maybe it'll get out in newsletters and whatever else, but phone number, email address. Now, I will, I will make, there's, there's one, one change we do need. If you've got the printed sheet, I noticed that... We just need to add an R at the beginning of my email address. And so it's revjstansbury at gmail.com. Not a problem. Just, just add an R on there and, and you'll be fine. Um, for those who don't know me from before, my name is Jeff. My wife is Vicki. And uh, we are going to be living in the parsonage again. So, again, excited about that. Um, I'm also fortunate enough today to have all of my children here, so I'll embarrass them. Um, Jeremy and Jason are here, and my daughter Janae, and my son-in-law Rich. So, And a part of my family, a group that became my family over the last three years, surprised me this morning by showing up. You'll hear my story a little bit later about where I've been working. Um, I'll, I'll save it for later that you guys get to wave to them, okay? All right. <laughs> So for, for announcements, I, I noticed that um, the Wildcats had their first loss, so hopefully we, they can rebound starting on the 12th and uh, finish off their season strong. Uh, the prayer group, the prayer meeting is going to be taking a break for a while, and then I see that you've got um, Pastor Charles's new address there as well. I'm going to throw it out there and open it up. Are there any, is there anything else that needs to be needs to be shared for announcements? Yes. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> and and uh, we're going to be needing a, a new administrative assistant. Um, so that's, that's in here, the, the qualifications and so forth. Um, so yeah, we'll be, we'll be looking for a, a new assistant to help me out. Any other announcements? There is a picture of a piano. Marilyn Sophie has moved to another residence and she would like to give away her piano. And there's a phone number there. So if anybody knows anybody that would like, it's a very nice piano and it's in good shape. So just want to let you know. And I'll stay here till. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wonderful. So yeah, if you're in the market for a. A piano, and you're saying she's just giving it away. Is that you say she's just giving the piano away? She's or? giving it away. Wow. Mm-hmm. So the price is right. 
So. We'd like it to go to a good home. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Any other announcements? Well, for the call to worship, then, I'm using Psalm 9, beginning of Psalm 9, and I'd, uh, I'd invite you to stand as I read this. It starts off by saying, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are joyful this morning. We are here for you. We are here because you are worthy of our praise. I pray, Father, that, that everything that we sing, say, and do here this morning would be to your honor and to your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we <clears throat> remain standing for the singing of... Scripture today, both of our psalms are directly from passages of Scripture. This first one is from Isaiah 51, verse 11. I happened to come across it when I was preparing my Sunday school lesson last week because I said to Daniel, we don't have any Independence Day (laughs) um, songs to sing. And this just came to me when I, when I read it. It was, the, um, it was Isaiah prophesying about the exiles returning from Babylonian exile and the joy and, and everything that they felt. So we are the redeemed as well because of Jesus. And we're going to sing this. This is a happy song.
Are there any, any prayer requests for this morning? Or praises? Praises or prayer requests? Back in the back there. Jeff has one. We have one from Zoom from Jim. Um, prayer and praise. He starts a new job at UPS on Tuesday. But he's also still pursuing a freelancing career, so he's asking for prayers in that pursuit. And where did you say the new job is? UPS. UPS, okay. Thank you. Jim Rothlong? Okay, cool. I noticed they had closed down the friendlies where he used to, used to work out there. Of course, it's probably so many other things have happened since then. I'm jumping eight years back, but... Any other praises, prayer requests? We need to pray for this country. Okay, we'll pray for the country. I think you're We'll pray for the voting system. <laughs> okay. Country and. Okay, Four. and back in the back. Nick. For peace from my grandmother's death. Okay. Any others? Okay. Well, let's let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, good morning. We thank you for the gift of a new day. We thank you for the beautiful day you've given us. We thank you for this opportunity to come together as family, as a family that is united by you. We thank you that you are always watching over us. You're always taking care of us that you're always having our needs in mind. We bring some of those to you this morning and ask you to, to consider Jim. We thank you. He prays you for the new job that he's got with UPS, and we ask that you know his heart. We ask that you would help him with his freelance career, guide him in that career, and just open doors for him. We pray for, for Nick, that he would have peace from his grandmother's death. We know that his grandmother was very special to him, and he thinks about her often and thinks about her death. And uh, we just pray that when, when he thinks about his grandmother, that, that you would immediately put calm and peace in his heart, that he would remember all the, all the wonderful things about his grandmother. And Father, we especially think about our country this weekend as we celebrate tomorrow the birth of this nation we we pray that you will continue to watch over us we pray that our country would remember who you are remember how we need to use you as a model in our daily lives as we as we show love to everyone the way you do, but also sharing the, the ideals, the morals, the values that you have shared with us. Father, help us to live our lives as a good representative of you. If we would all live the way you ask us to, 
our country would be a much better place. But we thank you that you do watch over us and help us to prosper. We recognize that even the, the poorest in our nation has so much more than some of the other countries in the world. We pray We pray for all of those as well, that we as a country can come together to help others. We pray for all the all the components of this country, things that make it work. We pray that things would get better for the things that we feel don't work. We just pray that, that your, your guiding hand would be over everything that we do and that you would watch over us and protect us, Lord. Father, I want to pray especially this morning now for Cumberland Vista. They were so gracious to come out and to visit and to show me support Father, I pray for the, the continued well-being of that home. I pray for its, its flourishing. I pray, Lord, that you'll help the new staff, that you'll give everyone the, the patience, the wisdom, the knowledge that they need, and the knowledge to know where to go to find things, but especially the knowledge to always go to you for the answers. Father, I know that you're watching over them, and I know that you're always with them, and they, they're always thinking about you and praising you in their own ways, Lord. I, I just pray that you'll continue to, to bless, bless that home and all of its residents and all of the, the family members as well. Father, we just have so much to thank you for, and so we thank you for all the blessings that you've already provided. We thank you for all the blessings you have in store for us the rest of the day. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen.
The scripture reading this morning won't take very long. It's one verse. It's actually half of one verse. Um, but if you want to follow along, I'm, I'm reading from Proverbs chapter 11. And I know I've got, I've got one guy that wants to open up his David Jeremiah Bible <laughs> and, uh, and follow along. He'd probably even like to read it for me if, he wanted, if, if I asked him to. Derek, do you have it or do you want me to go ahead and read it? I'll tell you what, it's right up here if you want to read it off of this one. Or do you have it? Okay, that's fine. No, that's fine. Proverbs 11, chapter 11, verse 10. And it, it says, when the, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. That's, that's as much as I want to talk about this morning. That's our, that's our verse for the morning. Um, when, the, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. I made a sermon title called, Let's Make Palmyra Rejoice. Um, because that's, that's what I want us to be, to be doing. I, let me, this morning, I, this isn't going to be a deep theological sermon. This is going to be more of a devotion. It's going to be kind of a three-part devotion where I'm going to introduce myself a little bit. Because there are some faces that I don't recognize. Um, then I want to share with you my heart. And then I'm going to share with you just, just a goal that I have in mind. I haven't developed any vision for the church or anything like that, but just, just the goal that I'd like to see us um, be able to do, how we, how we interact with the community and so forth. So when the, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. This is talk, let, let me first talk about myself a little bit. Um, and I'll keep it very, I'll keep this part as brief as I can, but just to kind of give you a, an idea of like how we got to where we are today. Um, I've talked about how this is kind of a homecoming, how we lived in the parsonage before and so forth. I attended the seminary um, and started a second career about, um, oh, I guess that would be about 13 years ago um, for like the first Roughly 30 years of my adult life, I was in computers. I was programmer, systems analyst, project leader, IT manager, and so forth. And then, and I'm not going to go into the details because that's all part of my testimony, but I'll be happy to share it with you sometime. Uh, at, some, at one point, when I finally answered the Lord's call, he took my job away from me and said, let's get started. And I ended up in seminary. I was there for five years, and during my time there, I walked up one time to the bulletin board, and there were two, two notices there for a, a first EC in Palmyra. One was for an assistant pastor. One was for a youth leader. It turns out it was actually the same position, but they just really wanted to get somebody. <laughs> and so I, I answered, I, I responded, and I found myself in the church office over here. And next thing I know, I was, I was here as an assistant pastor who was also taking care of the youth. Um, but I loved it. Um, that's, you know, that's, that was our first time here. It's here for about two and a half years and uh, living in the parsonage as well. And just, just a wonderful, wonderful time. That's how we got um, to this point um, and, and how some of you know me from the first time around. Since then, when we left, um, when I graduated from the seminary in 2014, I also got my license to preach from the denomination that same year at that same time. And, of course, they immediately decided to put me somewhere. They placed me at the church in Lehighton. It's up in the Poconos. Most people don't know Lehighton, but they know Jim Thorpe. 
And when I say Jim Thorpe, they say, oh, yeah. And I say, well, you had to go through Lee Heighton to get to Jim Thorpe. It's three miles away. You just drive through. Nobody ever stops. But Lee Heighton is working on changing that. Um, but that's where, that's where we were for five years. And then I felt a call to move back down into the South Central PA area because both of our sets of parents were still alive, but they were aging and they were, um, their health was failing. And so we wanted to come down and be able to help them out and do what we could to get them to doctor's appointments and so forth. And so the first thing I did was, was talk to the denomination to see whether there might be any churches in the area that were available, and they were not. Um, by the way, I will let you in on a little secret. There were about three or four notes to the denomination from the moment Pastor Jan left me just asking, can I come back? Can I go back? Can I go back? God had a better plan, and here I am. So, you know, we, you know it's his, it was his plan, not mine, um, but it has always been a dream to, to come back. I'll just let you know that. But anyhow, we, we got down. We um, couldn't come to a church, so we said, okay, that's fine. We'll figure something out, and then next thing I know on Facebook, I see a post about how a, a place in Dillsburg needs a, pers- or needs a um, house parent. One of the things that we did when we were down here the first time while I was attending seminary, we were house parents for the Jubilee Ministries in Lebanon, um, for the the prison ministry there. So we had some experience as house parents. The person who posted this was a a gentleman who was a professor out at the seminary. He had a class called Theology, Disability, and Ministry. His name was Jim Roberts. Anybody know Jim Roberts? Yeah, those guys in the back row do. Because he was the director of Cross Incorporated, which has three houses, one of which is Cumberland Vista. They needed a house parent. He invited us to come down, and Vicky and I came down. He wanted us to have dinner with the residents. And as soon as we got there, we pulled up. We said, you know what? Sorry. We said, you know what? When we go in and we meet these people, this is going to be it. And sure enough, <clears throat> we sat down, we had dinner, we had dinner with the residents, and I mean, turn around and look at them, look at the smiles, and the <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how can you say no to them, right? <laughs> and so, why don't, you, why don't you wave to them, these, this, these are the residents of Cumberland Vista, I'd encourage you to talk to them, meet them after, after, um, after the service. These were the ones that we had dinner with and couldn't say no. We took the job, and it, was just, it worked out great. We were house parents then for this facility, um, so now we had a two-bedroom apartment. Again, the price was right. <laughs> we we uh, had no rent, and so it was, uh, it was working out well for us, but we got to serve, and just, they became a part of the family, as I said earlier. Um, but the, the, the part, you know, we, all of us, and I want to tell you, pastors are not excluded from questioning God, okay? Don't. I hope nobody leaves because I said that, you know, but listen, we, we all do the same thing. And I, at one point, had the question later, it, this felt so right, it felt so perfect, it's one of those things where you say, well, this has to be God because he's arranged everything, and I, and I think we were called to be down there, but we thought we were going down to help our parents. COVID hits. Our parents are in a facility, and we can't get to them. Well, my parents were in a facility. We can't get to them anyway. So now all of a sudden, I mean, we, we still were able to help. I was Zooming with my, with my mom um, 
at one point, but my dad passed away in 2020, and then my mom passed away in 2021. So we couldn't really get to them. There were no funerals. <laughs> um, you know, was, and that's where you start to question, oh, wait a minute, God, you know, I thought you brought us down here not just to help this family, but to help my extended family and to help Vicky's extended family. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm sure he brought us down there for a reason, and I mean, I do feel like he, he brought us down so that we can be a part of the Cumberland Vista family, but my own, my own extended family, I, that, just, that just still kind of boggles my mind, but my, uh, as I said, after my dad passed, we were able to Zoom with my mom and uh, got, my, got her siblings involved, and so she got to enjoy some of that, but after a while... I say she, she didn't die from COVID, but she did die because of COVID. Um, it wasn't the disease that killed her. It was just the loneliness. Um, she couldn't have visitors. Her husband was gone. And she just got tired of, of living that way. So anyhow. So, so three years passed at Cumberland Vista. And then all of a sudden we found out at the beginning of the year that uh, the Pastor Charles had made an announcement. And... Uh, we started getting texts and, <laughs> and emails, and I said, well, thank you for telling me, and uh, I left the denomination no again, and of course, I know they have a process, so I had to be very patient, very patient, even when I felt like, <laughs> nope, I'm not getting it again. <laughs> Finally, we got a, we got a call, and, um, and here we are, so I thank God. I do praise God. I thank him, and I do hope that, um, I do hope he knows what he's doing for your sake, um, but I want to share that. So that's the introduction. And if there's any parts you want me to fill in, just let me know. And my, my door is going to be open. I, I invite, um, you know, friends to come by. If you want to stop by during the week, please feel free to come on in and, and chat with me. I love to have company. So I'll, I'll, I'll fill in any of the gaps that, that maybe I didn't, didn't mention. But when I did come for my interview, I shared something with the group that was here, they wanted, I got, I got the call, I think this was part of the test, part of the interview process, I got a call at 8 o'clock the night before from the stationing elder, and he says, oh, by the way, uh, you know, I was expect, I, I figured you would lead, you'll open the, uh, the interview with, with a devotion. Oh, okay, so uh, how do we respond on the spot? So I went ahead and I just shared something that's been on my heart while I was up in Lehighton. I've shared it with with churches before, any, anybody that I've been involved with. And so now I'm going to share it with you. I shared it with the, the group that interviewed me, and I'm going to share it with you. And that, this is the part where I said, this is where my heart is, and I'm hoping that we can all come together and, uh, and that you'll, you'll agree and that you'll understand and, and be, be on board with me. But this is where the, the, the verse comes in that we were seeing earlier. When the righteous prosper the city rejoices. Now the righteous would be the God-fearing, it would be those who believe in God, believe in Jesus, want to follow him. So I'm pretty sure that should be everybody that's in this room, I hope, right? Amen? All right, amen? amen. All right. <laughs> so the righteous, that's us. So when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. The righteous prosper. The next word is prosper. So the first thing we think of when we hear prosper, we think money. Okay, it's not necessarily the truth, but let's just, let's just assume that, that we're talking about that at first. The righteous prosper, the city rejoices. It's not saying that Palmyra is going to get excited when they find out that somehow Paul, the, the first D.C. church just picked up $100,000 and put it in the bank. 
They're not going to start having a picnic and a parade and rejoicing because we got money in the bank. Do you, 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 get, you get where I'm going here? And also, prosper doesn't have to be money. It could be the talents and so forth. They're not going to get excited just because we got um, the world's best, um, I don't know, the world's best treasure at, at First EC. And I was like, yeah, the whole city gets excited and rejoices because we're prospering. We got an excellent treasure. They don't care, probably, do they? <laughs> but they prosper, or they, they rejoice when we prosper because we know how to use what we're prospering in. Whether it's money, whether it's talent, the whole idea is we've got something in abundance that God has blessed us with, and we know how to use it in the community. It could be money. Okay, let's say we've got that $100,000. We start using some of that money to, to, to clothe people who need clothes, to feed people who need, who need food. Uh, whatever the situation might be, finding ways to help this community. Our, we are a church. God has put this church here in the middle of a town, middle of a borough, for the reason to minister to this borough, right? And there's another church in another town, in Anvil, one in Hershey, one in Campbelltown, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, our focus needs to be Palmyra. Now, I'm not saying that we have blinders and the only people that we're going to help is Palmyra, but we're here for a reason. We're here. Let's make Palmyra rejoice, right? When God blesses us and helps us prosper by giving us talents, let's use them. Okay? I'm thinking, I don't know, remember everything that everybody does, but let's say we've got a couple of talented mechanics. You know, I was, I was sharing with the group at, at that day, why not have something out here in the, in the parking lot where single mothers who can't afford to get, have their oil changed, you know, have them drive through, we change their oil, they go on, they're excited because they got a service that, that they couldn't do themselves, but we were prospering in talent and we could do it. That's just one example, and I don't know whether it'll ever happen or not, but that's the whole idea. This is how we can make Palmyra rejoice is if we use the things that we're prospering in, whether it's money, talents, or care. I mean, just our spiritual gifts, anything that, that God has given us. We know somebody who needs a friend. Listen, I, I tell you what, here's another thing, God. Um, I've, I've been asking about, two. there were two gentlemen when I was here the first time. Felix was one who lived up here beside um, the uh, the filling station. He was He, he had a few... Uh, things about him that, that made the, the neighbors concerned. He, was, he would always be out with his dishwashing detergent, shooting it up in the air. I think he was actually cleaning his clothesline, you know, things like that. He, had, he was the one that I took to the library. I would take to the grocery store. He was always, he was always focused on the weather and, and natural disasters. Do we know anybody else like that? Yeah, Nick, Nick back there and, and Derek. They both focus on the weather. This, is the, this was the way Felix was as well. Now, I understand I've been told he passed away, um, but guess who called this morning? I got a call from the second gentleman that was always here, wanting to come in, needed time, just wanted to talk to people. And I think he also wanted to come in for the air conditioning and for the heat. His name was Scotty. Um, he called. The phone rang this morning. We were standing out there in the hall, and it kept ringing. And I said, you think, you think I ought to answer that? So I did. And this voice says, Hi, Pastor Jeff. Do you remember me? And at first, I mean, I, I had to get him to talk a little bit longer, and then I realized who it was. And he said that he knew 
he had been told, he knew that I was coming back today, that this was going to be my first Sunday. So he was calling to say hi. That was incredible. And I think he said that um, Dan must have been the one that kind of kept him informed. So thank you, Dan, for, for telling him. And, but this man, he was determined. He was going to say hi to me. And um, we're gonna, we're gonna, he's going to call again on Tuesday. Um, but it sounds like he's, he's not in the, in the community anymore. But this man went out of his way to call me this morning and say hi. So I'm going out of my way to say hi to him later in the week. But we made an effect. We, made, we had an impact on the community. Here's a gentleman from the community who eight years later now, he's calling me because of how we, I'm not taking the credit, we're taking the credit, God's taking the credit. We as a church ministered to this gentleman. Even after I left, I know Dan continued to take him, take him places, and I don't know if anybody else helped out or not, but that's, that's perfect. That's what the church is supposed to be doing. That's how we impact the community. That's how we get the community to rejoice, by, help, by having them enjoy and, and benefit from anything that we're prospering in. That's where my heart is. Um, and, I mean, you, you could tell from the, from the compassion, you know, and, and that so forth, the way, I, the way I bring that out. I um, had, had one other word of wisdom i we were in a chinese we were in a um chinese restaurant one day and vicky likes the fortune cookies i always break mine up and give them to her i pull the thing out and most of the time i'm not into the fortunes but sometimes they do have sometimes they have funny things in them sometimes they have words of wisdom i kept this one and i've had this in my wallet for a couple of months now knowing that i was going to be coming here but the, the the what read the way it read was a ship in harbor is safe but that's not why ships are built. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> a ship in harbor is safe, but that's not why ships are built. So I tried to figure out, okay, how do I reword re- that? And so, like, a church that's just paying its bills, keeping the bank account going, gathering as a group, having our dinners, that's safe. But that's not why churches were built or why churches were created. It, church isn't even the building. I mean, we've, we've talked about that before. But that's not why God, why Jesus wanted the church. The church was you. It's you. It's how we come together. It's how we go out there in those waves and in the sea. And, you know, we can, sit in the, we can just sit in the harbor and we can look pretty, you know, and we can tell people where to find us. You can come on board if you want. No, that's not why we're here. We're here to get out there into those rough waters. And I don't know if you remember or not, and I actually forgot for a little bit, but, but I was reminded of my last sermon here. One of the, last ser- the last sermon that I gave, I was pointing out to you how these pews kind of focus this way so that we can hear God's word on Sunday. But I had everybody stand up and turn around and notice the way it fanned out. Because when you leave here, your mission field is out there, Right? The church isn't about just being here, listening to God on Sunday. It's about, he's the coach. He's the coach. He's, he's telling us the way we need to act when we go out there on the playing field. And then he come, we come back at halftime on Wednesday, right? Pray some more, hear from God a little bit more. It's like the halftime speech. And we're back out there again the rest of the week, right? That's, that's the way I, I want to see us. That's, that's the goal that I have for us. I want us to be out there in those rough waters, not just sitting here. And, and, and believe me, 
Let me back up for a second. I haven't been here long enough to know what you are doing, what you aren't doing. So it's, this isn't me telling you that you've got to change. Maybe you're already doing all this. And I hope that as I start to ask questions and find out what kind of uh, ministries you have, what kind of activities you're doing, I might find that, wow, you are way out in the middle of the ocean, and that's wonderful. We'll see. You know? But if we're not, then we're gonna, we want to change, change that. There's one question that I'll leave you with, and I want you to be thinking about this, and I'm going to ask you again in like five years. But the question that I mentioned to them and that I want to ask you is if First EC closed its doors, would Palmyra notice? It's a question that I asked Lee Heighton when I got there. I asked them, and, I, and the first response I got, oh, that's right, I'm on, I'm on Zoom. Um, <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> It's no disrespect to you guys if, if anybody's watching from Lee Heighton. But when I asked if, if, if Bethany, it was Bethany EC, if Bethany EC closed its doors, would Lee Heighton notice? And the, the response was, well, yeah, they won't see all the cars parked out in front. Okay, that's not what I was looking for. But it was a legitimate answer. But the question for you guys, if, if first EC were to shut down, close its doors, what effect would it have on Palmyra? Would Palmyra even notice? How would they be affected? Now, it's just something for you to think about. I'm leaving you with that. And like I said, how about in five years, I'll ask you the question again, and we'll see how we're doing. But that's where my heart is. That's how we got here at this point, and that's kind of like my launching point. To uh, you'll, you'll know what, what I'm going to be looking for, and I hope that all of you are willing to be on board, and we'll, we'll drift away from the, from the harbor, get out into the rough seas, and see what kind of an impact we can have, okay? Let's pray. Father, we thank you. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the truth we find in it. That We can find even, even a half of a verse that could have importance and meaning for us. Father, I pray that you'll let this be our, our impetus, our motivation, that... You let us be a ship that is tossed in the oceans, but, but you're always watching over us, always keeping us afloat. We want you to be our captain, steer us, get us out there, and get us back safely. Father, I, I thank you again for the journey you've had for, for Vicky and for me, and of course that affected the rest of the family. I know that your, your plans are much bigger than mine and much better than mine. And, and even when I can question parts of it, I, n- I never question that you're in control and I never question your sovereignty, Lord. As we, as we go out and we get into the, to the community and, and, and as we start to engage the people of Palmyra, Father, let us never forget that you are in control and that you are running you are, you are, you're watching over and taking care of these ministries. And Father, I pray that, that if we have ideas and, and that you love them, that you'll help them flourish. And Father, I pray that if we have ideas and they're just our ideas, that you'll help close the doors right away. Don't let us waste time, Lord. We want this to be a church that you want to bless, Lord. And so I pray for its for its blessing, for your blessing on it, for its flourishing, and, and just for its, its growth. Father, we love you. In Jesus' name.
Amen. I see that it sounds like Charles normally has a reflection. Want to ask some questions? <laughs> Go ahead, and or if there's any reflection. But um, as I said, I think what I'll do is I just invite you. Stop by, talk to me. Let's chat about how you feel, um, what ideas you have. Let's let's just let's just have a whole list of ideas. And like I said, let's let as I prayed, let's let God decide whether it's a good one or not. But don't feel like well, Jeff probably does. Pastor Jeff probably wouldn't like that idea. No, bring it in. Let's put it on a list. Let's think about it. Let's pray about it. Okay. Let's close our service with hymn number 547. Stand and sing, please.
So now may the Lord bless you and protect you as individuals. May the Lord bless us and protect us as a church. May he find favor on you and on us and give us all his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.